The following program is an original WWE podcast. It's a new day. Yes, it is. For hitting play, for downloading, for subscribing, all that good stuff. Appreciate you coming back to the greatest podcast of all time. Entitled, The New Day. Feel the power. <laughs> Baby. Thank you for, for signing on with us today. We appreciate you. Today is our mailbag episode mm-hmm. we have asked you all to use the hashtag ask new day pod and send your questions good ones bad ones funny not funny all types of questions will be answered this episode and they are questions that have come from you our glorious amazing beautiful audience mm. so thank you thank you Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And we have asked uh, my good man, my good friend, uh, my boy, mm-hmm. uh, Rashad Dunn, a.k.a. Big Juicy, to uh, present all the questions, to ask the questions to us here. So that's why he's here. He's not here to tell stories or anything else. <laughs> Only to ask the questions. <laughs> that's all he'll do. <laughs> you heard? <laughs> you heard? Why, thank you very much, my good man. Yeah, uh, I didn't yes, ask for that. I, I said just the questions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wanted to, you know, just say thank you for having me once again. If you want to be ungrateful about it, then be uh, ungrateful. Yes, yes, yes. I think you're just salty, but it's okay. Starting out, <clears throat> F Brooks three two four mm-hmm. ask: Past, present, or future? Who is your dream match as individuals and as a team? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you okay answering this one? Because this, I think, may fall under your definition of what a list is. So I want to make sure you're all right, E. Um, it pains me a little bit, but I'll, I'll answer the question, I suppose. <laughs> this is a you callback. Know, Go listen to the previous episode to understand yeah, that yeah, joke. Yeah. Otherwise, it's confusing. It's really confusing. <laughs> um, somebody go first. Uh, I'll go first. Um, and it's kind of like a weird, like non-answer that's elongated and uh, you know, drawn out. You know, but that's what I do. So, uh, my uh ideal match or dream match of uh best match of all time would be uh going up against Shawn michaels at wrestlemania okay and to me Shawn michaels is the greatest to ever do it i feel like i've said this on a million different interviews but i'll say it again here um he's uh i've never seen him have a bad match and most of the matches that he are in are not good they are great so to me he's the greatest of all time so growing up that's all that's what i would always want you know i'd envision myself at wrestlemania wrestling for the title uh you know against Shawn michaels and um we kind of had we we kind of did that a little bit because a couple years ago, actually, it was more than a couple years ago when we had the match against the League of Nations, which you don't want to talk about. But uh, the post match was cool, <laughs> and uh, we we had Stone Cold and Mankind, as well as Shawn Michaels, come out there. And at one point in time during that uh, that 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 deal, I was able to twerk with Shawn Michaels in the ring at WrestleMania. So I don't know why it possibly that you call him Mankind. That's his name. You know, I know. I don't think he was mankind. That night, no, though. he was just Mick Foley. Look, I, I don't. Who's to say? Like, if you would have come, how and do said, you know? We were in the ring with man with uh, Shawn Michaels, Dude Love, he, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. He has multiple monikers. I feel like you can pick one. You know okay. what I'm saying? Fair. You can pick fair. one. Right. If I, you right. know, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, you know, true, true, true. But I got out there and I got to twerk with Shawn Michaels, which uh, is is still wild to me. Being in the ring with him at WrestleMania, so to me, like that box is kind of checked off. As far as us as a group going up against somebody, I don't. I don't have an answer for that one right now. Can we so, can we say the actual answer? <laughs> so okay, so I'll take I'll take my turn if you don't have an answer. Yeah. So uh, my one on one match would be Two Cold Scorpio, mm-hmm. greatest wrestler uh, of all time. Him or if Jackie Chan ever wants to get into a wrestling ring. Did, did Two Cold did that moonsault moonsault uh, leg drop? drive? I I, uh, I watched that recently, bro. It's crazy. It is. Imagine seeing that at eleven years old, not knowing ECW exists. And he's not small. No, no he's, he's not. not. He's huge. To be flying around like that, no. yeah. People don't give him enough dudes. No, no, they don't. Some crazy stuff for being a big dude. Thank yeah. you for now understanding why I've been repping him my <laughs> whole life. That's the I first thing I thought of when I, I met him. Uh, when I was, I actually went to the airport to pick him up when he was a guest trainer in Deep oh, South. So jealous. So we got to spend some time together in the car, and that was the first thing I said. I was like, "Man, this dude is thick, man. Like, yeah." 
you shouldn't be able to move around like that, let alone doing moonsaults and, and hitting leg drops on people. I actually Crazy. just saw a video recently. I don't know if you saw it, but he did a moonsault and into a, a double stomp yeah. onto somebody. Yeah. This was recently. Yeah. Recently. Yes. Oh, because he's still I, working. Then, yeah, man. Crazy. Like the past na- like couple he weeks. He might be better now than he was. That's he's wild. so nasty. It's insane. And so, okay, so my my only story of, of meeting him is I was doing extra work. I think I was 19 years old. And, you know, obviously when you're coming in as an extra, you've got your suit on. It's baggy like i'm just like oh i don't know what to do i'm in college i want to wrestle and you say hi to everybody and i saw him sitting in like a folding chair in like a random place in the arena like there's no reason a chair should have been here no reason he should have been sitting here his suit is like straight up like pimp suit mm-hmm. and i was like you know what i don't know if i have another chance to do this so i walk up to him and introduce myself I said i was wondering if you had any time um if you wouldn't mind rolling around in the ring with me because i you're you're my you're my favorite guy and i would just love to learn anything from you and he looks at me and goes man I don't even know you. <laughs> and I and I legit, like, the fear said in me, I was like, uh, that's how we can get to know each other. He goes, I'll meet you out there in 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, yes, yes. Uh, cool and so he comes out there and we're, like, we lock up and he takes an arm and then <sighs> Matt Morgan oh, yeah, I remember this goes, story. hey, Scorp, <laughs> can you show me some arm stuff? And he's like, yeah, what do you want? He's like, something that, like, you know, that I can show off my size with. And he's like, well... And he looks at me, he's like, sorry, man. Mm. I was like, oh, no, what's, what's, what's happening? Mm. I didn't understand. So he shows him, like, where you get a knuckle lock, knuckle lock yeah. and then raise brother all the way over your head. Mm. And then he's like, and then he would cut my legs out from underneath me while I was seven feet in the air. And he did it, like, three or four times. And I'm like, okay, this sucks. <laughs> but Scorp's still here. So I'm like, maybe, like, he'll do it one more time, and then I'll get to go back to doing what I, what I really want to do. And he kept doing it. And then Scorp got bored of it and left. And then I stayed with Matt Morgan, and the whole time I'm just thinking like about what could have been. Like maybe we would have been good friends, maybe he would have taken me under his wing. Like, And so later, years, years later, I, I tell Matt Morgan this story, and he like, he goes, oh my God, man, I'm so sorry. I, he took me out to dinner that night, and just oh, every time I see him, like he apologizes for it, so I was like, you know what, and came back around. Um, but yeah, so that since since, since then I've I've never crossed paths with Scorpio, wow. and I like, he, he to me, like he's like the reason I am a wrestler. Because I, I love everything that he did. He was so dope. Man. So anyway, I'll get off my, my high horse. Uh, you do you, the, you, oh, no, go ahead. I'll just, uh, this takes us off the beaten path a little bit. But that story reminds me of the time that you met Lil Dicky. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And our boy, we love Mark Henry, but Mark, you, Lil Dicky might be your favorite rapper. Uh, he's up there. He's 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 up there. Yeah, he's, he's up, up there. Because young, young Gravy just hit number one a little while ago. <laughs> Don't laugh. Young Gravy is the truth. Bro. I haven't heard any Young Gravy, but the young name gravy is, is incredible. It is anyways, I remember you put it on <laughs> in the car. Oh, he's couple, yeah, yes. Like okay, I'll give it a ago. listen. Yeah. But anyways, we were at the ESPYS a few years ago, and you we were sitting right behind Lil Dicky. I freaked out. And you lost your mind. It was pretty cool. And he was cool about it. Because I've been arguing for Lil Dicky before, like, he blew up. I was watching his, like, weekly videos he would drop. And I'm trying to tell everybody. Like, I was, like, on street team without him even knowing. I was all about it. And then we're we're sitting right behind him. I freak out. I talk to him. Hey, man, would it be cool if I got a picture? Yeah, yeah, cool. We're about to take this picture. And then Mark Henry comes up. Hey, Lil Dicky. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. While he's getting his phone. Hey, hey, look, look. I listen to your music. Hey, hey. And then he shows him his phone that he's downloaded the the album. And Spotify. like, just jumps in the picture with me, and that's like, it's cool. I love, I love Mark. He's great, but I was just, can I, can I get a second? Bro, it, it was so mood. obvious that you wanted to take the picture by yourself to the point, like me and you're like, man, this is his moment. Yeah, let, let him, him get his it. picture. If we it. get a group picture, that's cool. And in a, from out of nowhere comes, I don't even know where he was at. I don't know. Well, he just came out of nowhere he and then, he nah, just materialized. That, my God. That was so funny. Mark like Henry, the, 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 you, the smile on your face, too, was just like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't hide stuff on your face, my little. I don't. Just I got no this grimace, face. like, happy to be there, but, you know, thinking about how to Photoshop Mark out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like you say it on your face. Uh, uh, favorite team, by the way. Kofi didn't oh, answer. Oh, some, the, some, the team, so, obviously, we haven't, as a group, gone up against the Undisputed Era, so I would love that. But one that is more of a fantasy that probably won't happen I hope, I hope it does at some point would be going up against the elite he said okay it. He said okay it. dope so specifically kenny and the bucks mm-hmm. so essentially we we had a taste of that we went up against them in a street fighter competition at e3 we were bringing wrestling worlds together we were having companies collide and showing that everyone can just have a good time and wrestling should just be wrestling for the sake of people's entertainment because that's what we're doing that's what this is all about and it would entertain the absolute hell out of me to be able to wrestle those boys anyway your turn my turn um this is an answer that i've answered many times but my dream match why y'all snickering (laughs) 
How dare y'all snicker? I'm, t- I'm talking about a, a match that means a lot to me. And y'all want to sit here and make jokes and laugh and giggle like schoolgirls? Teehean? That's what y'all were doing. You were teehean. Y'all already know the answer. If I were to ever have a dream match, it would be against the one, the only, Goldberg. <laughs> That's right. Goldberg. I don't want to hear y'all talking about all this work rate and how guys are on the ring and moonsaults. I don't care about any of that. You heard? <laughs> y'all want a great match? Nah. Bump that. <laughs> I want to see two big men with big chests. With big chests. And big muscles. Bumping meat. That's why I'm here. That's why I watch wrestling as a kid. You want your five-star matches? You want your 30-minute classics? Not me. Big meaty men slapping me. That's what I want. I'm ramping up. Uh, well, that's, that's one Goldberg. question down. Go. One, no, you got to answer the team. Team. You want three Goldbergs? <laughs> team. You guessed it. <laughs> Hop up in the cloning machine. Get in the cloning machine. Give me three Goldbergs. Oh. And we'll have a trios match. Oh, my God. I got a As headache. the kids say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a headache. My stuff hurts. Yes, you'll be all right. Um, but alternate answer for someone. Uh, Shingo? In uh, New Japan, Ooh, okay, the boy, nasty, okay, big big Shingo fan. Shingo. M. Jeff ninety asked, "I love your spirited debate on Christmas. I'd love to know where at WWE Big E and at True Kofi stand on at Xavier Woods PhD childhood cartoon debate." So, what what exactly was what the that? childhood de- uh, cartoon debate? I I don't know. I assume that they're talking about the fact that. Uh, so I used to work at a daycare. I worked at a daycare for five years, essentially, to pay for wrestling school and pay for my car, gas, and all that stuff all through college to kind of bounce around on the indies. And through working at the daycare, all of the, not all, a lot of the cartoons that the kids would watch, they didn't, I felt like they didn't teach them anything. It was oh, yeah. just a cartoon for the sake of, like, animation, which is dope. But, like, if I'm going to put this in front of a seven-year-old, like, I remember seven-year-old me watching, like, DuckTales. And, yeah, it's awesome, so you still get all the cartoons, but there's always, like, some sort of moral story. Where you're always learning something, regardless of what show you're watching. Minus, like, Animaniacs, and that's when it started to turn into just, blah, there's crazy stuff. But even then, you got, like, all 50 states, and they they give you something oh, educational, you know? And so my whole thing was uh, when I was 18, I started collecting uh, DVDs of old or older uh, cartoons from back in the day because I wanted to be able to create a Saturday morning lineup for my eventual children. Mm. And that's why I have all those DVDs and stuff downstairs in my basement. Um, Because I wanted to give them those so they have all these lessons and stuff in case once it came to that point where I did have kids, which is now, um, if there weren't cartoons that gave them that, I would be able to give them that. So uh, it's kind of like a moot thing now because I think there's a lot of good cartoons now, especially like Steven Universe. Sure. Mm. But yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Morality is a good thing. Yeah, good yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah. it's a good thing. I guess as a kid, uh, I wasn't too concerned with that. I could, I could see that as a parent. You know, you were yeah. concerned with giving that on, you know, to your children. Uh, as as someone who does not have kids and will never have kids, I don't care about that. Uh, I will say, X Men the animated series though, mm-hmm. yeah. that was my jam. Man, what a show. you guys listen to Common Kings, by the way, this is so random, Common Kings. Uh, I know that I knew you posted about Yeah, a, a reggae band, and I actually went to a concert uh, that they had in Austin, and they played like uh, uh, this version of the uh, X-Men song Ooh. in their concert. So I didn't know who they were, and then that's what they led with. I was like, oh, <laughs> instantly. <laughs> I've been on them ever since, yeah, man. They're dope. so good. Uh, actually, but, so I bought the uh, uh, AJ Lee when I was in developmental on FCW years ago. We uh, both talked about how we loved the show, and I, we, uh, like, I bought her the DVDs. And I, I realized, I went back later, 
in like I think like 2010 ish, and like watched them because I think they were on YouTube at the time. Yeah. And you watch them, they still hold up. They do. They were yeah. great. They do. Yeah. I'm actually going through them right now with uh, with with my kids. Yeah. And uh, it's it's wild just seeing how good the cartoon was because as a kid you're just watching a cartoon. Yeah. Like right. it's a very good cartoon and emotional like yeah. relationships and, and things it, like that yeah. even them going into like the fact that okay scott summers and gene gray but then there's wolverine so like as a kid you're watching this like man trying to steal this other dude's girlfriend but like they still have to be friends and work as a team like it's there's, kind of there's a lot going it's on deep. Yeah. it's deep yeah yeah and going going on that i guess i'll just give my two cents too but i kind of was in the same boat as you e as far as like growing up um i didn't really care about the educational content of the movie but or, or of a cartoon but now as a father like we don't really let our kids watch that much tv and if they do, it will have to be educational. So kind of a combination of both. But because, um, you know, you see things in the air, you see people in the airport all the time where uh, they have their kids and they're just kind of like zombies because they got the tablets in front of them. And I get it because my kids are wild at the airport, yes. man. The other day I was at the airport and my kids are cartwheeling like into each other. They're climbing up. <laughs> I posted a video on it on my Instagram. They're climbing up uh, the poles on the uh, like the transfer buses. There are civilians <laughs> all around and my oldest son is like climbing up and like swinging and then he's getting mad at me for telling him not to, not to swing because there's people around. Oh, I'm like, this is not what it's for. It's not a, it's not a jungle gym, you know? But, um, you know, so, so, so I get it when people have uh, a screen and they want their kids to calm down on a trip but to me it's like scary because our my kids their personality completely changes if you put a, a tablet in front of them and that whatever it is that they're watching all of a sudden like whatever personality they have it's it's gone you know so um i don't know we don't we don't like to promote that in our household if we can avoid it so you yeah. it hard yeah 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 <laughs> uh, well done very well done uh moving on to the million dollar question for some <laughs> Rosalie Hawkeye asked, mm -hmm. out of all of the anime characters in the world, who would you all pick to be? Or even pick for each other? Easy. I'm Yusuke Urameshi. That's easy. Ooh. Yeah. So if you don't know what that is, it's from an anime called Yu Yu Hakusho, the greatest anime of all time. He gets the, uh, the ability to shoot the spirit gun. At one point, he goes into a cave, and he's there for days, just hurting, hurting, hurting. Comes out, spirit gun is even stronger than it was before. Mm. Uh, but that, that's me. Man, I, that that to me that is a, a very it's an impossible question to answer because there are so many different traits of so many different anime characters that I like. Most of which are in Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm. Like Goku, obviously he's the one who's always trying to make himself better. Uh, you know, kind of the epitome of what a good person is supposed to be. So I love that aspect. Um, but then I love Frieza too, the way he just talks trash and he'll beat somebody up while he's talking trash eloquently you know which i i mean i don't know if it's so eloquent on up up down down <laughs> but i'll talk trash while i'm playing games with somebody you know so i like that element too um you know zuku midoriya you know what i'm saying from uh, my hero academia mm -hmm. somebody's trying to find themselves and and you know go uh you know go go ultra you know what i'm saying yeah. uh, b plus ultra and beyond whatever you know whatever the term is but um <laughs> yeah ultra, you good. Blow, blow ultra go go plus, plus you know plus, plus ultra, plus ultra. <laughs> but you know he's always, he's always trying to just make himself better and i think that's such a great like you know trait to have in life like no matter how success successful you are how much power you have you're always trying to like get to that next step and make yourself better so complete cop out on that question i can't but i can't i can't pick one i think you hate lists more than he does i do yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll make it long you know i'll draw it out mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah uh i only really watch uh one anime and uh, don't judge me uh actually uh rashad who is don't don't put that face on? Uh, he, Rashad is actually the first uh, person of uh, melanin, the first brother that I knew that that watched anime. Uh, I didn't really when I was a child, we didn't get down like that for some reason. I don't know, no, you know, it wasn't really a thing I was exposed to. Mm -hmm. Um, so Rashad would put me on, but I uh, was hard headed at the time, probably still am, but I didn't really Definitely. listen to any of his suggestions. Uh, but uh, Sasha actually suggested Death Note, and man. What a show. It was good. What an anime. It was good up until mm. that, like, 26th episode or whatever. They <laughs> <laughs> had so many episodes for that first season. But anyways, I really, it really, I think the moralism compelled me, you know, and, like, uh, when's the right time to use the note and whatnot. But, so I'd have to go with the Shinigami, Ryu. He's just eating apples. He's just lurking, waiting for people to die and whatnot. You know, that's cool. I like that. Wyatt King. Seems to be the Wyatt King. Will we ever see a WWE and Fortnite crossover? I don't know. If I if I was in charge, I could give you a better answer on that. Mm -hmm. I, I wish that would happen. That would be super cool because Fortnite uh, does a bunch of awesome crossovers, and I'm all about trying to drag the WWE into the gaming space as much as humanly possible because this 
is my world. Mm. Both of these things are my world. Mm. And I love them dearly. And I want to take this Venn diagram of wrestling fans and video game fans. I want to grab it in the middle and I want to stretch it out. Right. I want to stretch it out till it's as big as can be. I want to be able to put my head inside it. Oh, okay. That's how big I want to stretch it out right. to be. Okay. We, I want to okay, stretch we, it. Uh, I stay stretching. Uh, just, uh, just, mo- just moving on to the uh, next next question. We okay. see we have a little passion here on this uh, on this end. Let me stretch uh, it. Timmy zero one ask, have you three ever misunderstood each other? Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's how that's how we have such great chemistry. Yeah, I I remember one time specifically I upset E because we were we were ba- oh. ba- like jabbing each other back and forth and i <laughs> uh and i said something about him uh when he was nxt champion and he and uh, the way that i said it i didn't mean it in the way that he interpreted it, and i didn't realize that he interpreted it that way and so when i did realize that i made him talk to me because i'm very much about like hey speak speak what's on your mind so that we can like either like get past it or not and we were we had this talk while we were in the shower <laughs> Oh, it's true. That's right. Oh, butt naked. <laughs> so we were butt naked cleansing ourselves, and I said, hey, man, what's, what's, what's the deal? And then we talked for like 10 minutes in the shower, just <laughs> naked, washing ourselves. There you go. What better place? Yeah. You can't go anywhere. So, yeah, that's the biggest thing. I don't think it's yeah. a problem to, to misunderstand someone or not be on the same wavelength as them, but I feel like if you do have a problem with somebody like that, if you want to get to the level of, like, of chemistry and friendship that we have, which we take very seriously. Like you have to push through things like that. This is like a marriage. Yeah, it is. Honestly, yeah. It is. Like you're not always gonna have fun with your spouse. You're not always gonna be happy with them or pleased. They're gonna do stuff to piss you off, and you have to go to them and say, "Hey, quit nagging me about what I'm feeding the kid for lunch, and leave me alone when I'm in the basement live streaming on Twitch." <laughs> You just got to say things like that sometimes, you know? Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. He had grapes today. I don't care. Yeah. He wants grapes again. Yeah, Let him eat grapes if he wants them. They're healthy, right? He needs a, he needs a starch. I, I, I get it. Yeah. I, I, always, right. I always have fun with my wife because she listens to the show. <laughs> <laughs> and when she hears this, I hope she knows that every moment that we spend together, I am having so much fun. In every giving, every every passing moment, because I love her, and it is great. It is a great relationship. Yes, and as a matter of fact, uh, she was on social media as uh, uh, Earth Mama Rising. You know, go ahead and follow her if you want. She just challenged people to go on a hundred wanders, which she accomplished last year. Essentially, a wander is an adventure or an excursion in nature with the kids, walking through the forest or finding, uh, you know, uh, a river or something naturous. And you take the kids out there, and it helps to calm them down. That was a great idea on her part. You know, it was such a great idea to help find a way to calm these wild kids of ours down you know and teach them about nature all at the same time she's so smart and I love her very well played it's a new day yes it is tights fights asked any chance we ever hear the theme that at Mega Ran made for Kofi to use at Wrestlemania we do we own speak on we we would definitely I don't know so I can't remember if we own or if the company owns the song, or because when it all when all the dust settled and everything, so sorry, we got to explain what this is. So yes. Kofi had this incredible, mm. amazing run. <laughs> Kofi Mania was hot. If you got near it, you got burnt, burnt up because it was so hot, Heated. all the way burnt up. So we we reached out. We have many very talented friends. And Woods has known Megaran for quite some time. We, we've, uh, through Woods, have known Megaran for a while. Megaran is one of the greatest rappers on the history of the planet. Check him out. Follow him on all platforms. He's so good at music. Yes. Also, Wale. Grammy-nominated mm. Wale. Mm. Dropping jewels, dropping classics over all these years. You know what I'm talking about? What's the, uh, the Lady Gaga joint? You know, he's been dropping gems. Anyways. <laughs> Yes, the album about, uh, the, I don't know, I'm looking at you. Yeah, do you know? The album about nothing is one of my favorite albums of all time. But anyways, oh, Wale's yeah. very talented as well. And Matrimony. Matrimony, oh, matrimony. you love Matrimony. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So Mega Ran uh, worked on the beat uh, with a good friend of his. And we also reached out to Wale. And after a few weeks, oh, let me not forget that Kofi reached out to his mom. So I don't want to, this is your part, this is your part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so essentially what we were trying to do, like he was saying, was uh, come up with something that was a little bit more serious, but also kind of paid tribute 
to the past because this was such a, a moment that brought so many people together and would only have happened, you know, it only happened because so many people did come together so strongly. So we wanted to pay tribute to all those people, all the parties involved. And, um, yeah, we reached out to, uh, to, to Wale and, uh, and to Mega Ram and the creative process for that was just so amazing going back and forth and, you know, them coming through with, a. Uh, you know, like a, a example of what they wanted, a sample, and then us, you know, nitpicking a little bit and then sending it back. So and nice. I even had my mom uh, record a an intro in Chui, uh, the native language in Ghana, essentially saying like, you know, Kofi, this is what you've always wanted since you were a kid. Raise up and go get it. Now is your time. You know, um, so the process of that, like I had her record that on um, on WhatsApp send it to me, had to like convert it, you know, send it to Megaran, is this okay? It's like, yeah, it should be fine. And then when they, the, the way that it all came together was just, it was majestic. And then kind of like going into what we wanted to do for the theme, um, we were going to uh, dress up in like, well, just African uh, warrior inspired entrance gear and we would come out and then we wanted to have um, African dancers uh, surround us doing different types of like traditional African dance, you know, and then we come through the dancers and we kind of start vibing with them and then we start walking forward and then behind all of us, um, we would have people of all different ethnicities, body types, shapes and sizes, old, young, come out behind us. I'm talking about like 50 deep you know what i mean all wearing uh traditional or old like kofi kingston shirts you know all the way up until like new day shirts so all the different kinds of shirts that we had we're gonna have them all rep that because it was all of us that came together for this moment you know and then the song on top of that you have like the tribal drums but they're uh in a like a speeded up version <laughs> of the new day claps so obviously you know our clap is but you know in, in the in the in the song you had it you know, so gets you ready for battle. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting ready for battle right now. You know what I mean? But you know, it was still cool. It was an amazing moment, yeah. obviously. Um, and and well, up until now, nobody would have known what it was supposed to be. <laughs> right. Oh it's my God! Like wild. wow, so wow. The, I think the biggest thing uh, about it, from from my standpoint, because like as you guys know, like I'm always just trying to think of like how does this work in a storytelling aspect? You know, like what does every little piece mean? And having everything in that entrance and then us essentially like sending you on to like like go get your prize you know like with with all that but everyone is sending you on because there's such a difference in in a performer who as we say in the business if like they some people can get the rocket and that just means okay so you come in you get booked well you become ic champion you become heavyweight champion and you stay up in the top of the card like you still you obviously worked hard for what you got and i wish everybody could get the rocket but 90% of people don't get the rocket. 98% of people don't get the rocket. So it's a totally different kind of grind to get to that point where you're fighting for the WWE championship at WrestleMania without the rocket. It's a very different vibe. Um, and so to, to not be able to kind of put our, our stank on it, obviously still like top 10 greatest moments of my life, just being out there watching that happen, you know? Um, but but I really feel like it would have just added so much to the moment, and especially because, like, that's this moment is never going to be recreated right. ever again. These right. circumstances, this feeling, this type of energy that was in the crowd, there was no roof on that place, and I thought that it was going to explode with no roof. Like, it was insane. So, um, it's a lot. Yeah, man. Oh, SF Native One ask if three ain't enough. I need five. Is there a chance of future New Day members? Any prospects? Who would be the worst new addition besides Corbin? (laughs) I didn't tag Big E because Big E is Big E. Well, that's a great question, actually. You were hating? I was over here hating. I was. Explain why he's hating. I don't know well, if you talked about that. Everybody knows, but I had a gimmick back in the day in NXT. I don't want to go on too long, but three and a half, I need five. You know what I mean? That was my my theme song, whatever. Five count, baby. Anyways, I think we've talked about this already. Yeah, that's okay. Run into the ground. We might have some new listeners. No, no, if they're this deep in the podcast, they know. Hold on now. Hold on now. I don't want to get bogged down too much. But to answer the question, who would be the worst member? Let's start with that. The, the worst, worst addition. That's actually a Corbin really is, question. That's a great yeah. answer, I think, right there. But yeah. besides Corbin, who is a bad fit? But the, the thing is, like, the worse fit they are, the funnier it is. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about like adding somebody in to the group as opposed to having like an honorary member or a cameo appearance, you know what I mean? Like to me, adding anybody into the group mm-hmm. 
makes the group completely different, and that is the worst to me. Uh, and I always use this example. We go and talk about soup, okay? Because if you have tomatoes and water, you got yourself like a little bit of a tomato soup. But you add a little cream to it, you have a tomato bisque. It's not the same. You know, it's a little it's, it's similar. It's similar. It's similar. But it ain't the same thing, you know? So to me, adding anybody into the group is a hard no for me, unless you want to call it something completely different and end the group. Which, have, that's you know, your analogy? That's you, you, analogy. Said, you said that we've talked about this. I've never once heard you say that. No, so we've I've said heard that, this, we said that at the, like a, uh, the New Orleans Comic Con. You don't understand by adding different ingredients into a... I really eat soup. Yeah. It's not, no soup okay, what do you, what's you like to eat, E? What you like to eat? Sushi. You poke, like sushi, sushi poke. poke yeah. um, I don't really know the I contents like of uh, sushi, but you add a different piece of uh, uh, food into some sushi, it makes it a different piece of sushi, right? Can we just move on? That's yeah, you. Let's, let's move I would, uh, on. Don't I add nobody uh, to the group. Uh, I'm trying I really want to answer this question, though, but I want to yeah. give a good answer. Well, okay. uh, as far as uh, women we would add to the group, we talked about for many moons, we talked about Sasha. And uh, I think that would be a, a good fit. Still, I think that would fit. Well, she's kind of uh, she's gone down now. a dark path. She's yeah, angry now. Real she dark path. We've been on a dark path. We were born that way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, so, yeah, uh, maybe not the best fit anymore, man. I think the worst fit would be Kevin Owens. Mm. We didn't talk Care about to this. Care to elaborate on that answer? This. No, we didn't talk <laughs> about this on a previous podcast, <laughs> and it didn't sit oh. well with me. All right? I guess we Moving on. That, really, that bothers me. <laughs> yeah. because I wanted a good answer. You know what? You know what? Can we? I'm going. I want to throw that question back at everyone listening. Who do you guys think would be the worst actual addition? Not not cameo, like Kofi was saying. Actual Shout addition. Who would be the? <laughs> who would be the worst addition and why? Use hashtag New Day Pod. D Mitty seventy eight ask if you guys had a manager from any era, who would it be? Ooh. Slick. Wise. I knew you were going to say slick. Got to be slick. slick. Well, he got to have slick. Okay. It just feels right. Feels good. I like that answer. Okay. And why? Um, you know, because he <laughs> moved well, you know. Good hips. <laughs> moved slick. well. Good hips. I, I would say Paul Bear. Oh. Paul Bear? That would be the weirdest fit with us. Yeah. That would be very strange. Yeah. Who a lot of people say have the same voice as yeah, a it. young preacher, <laughs> preacher E. Ironically, I mean, you. I, mean, I mean, you said, you know, you know, I'm just saying what the people, the people are saying. The people said it. You know, the people said it. <laughs> Let's move on. And moving on, we shall. Young E, who on. is afraid Thank of you. foul. Oh, yeah, he's afraid of birds. Oh. <laughs> I said a healthy respect for birds. Healthy respect. <laughs> Keep your distance. <laughs> Pissing the night away. Ooh. Oh, boy. Can you say that? Aggressive. Yeah, Chumbawamba. That's her name? That's her name. That's her name. All right. Let's <laughs> right. proceed. Hey, you know, tomato, tomato. What's tomato your Chris. favorite two live crew song? Ooh. Aside from Kofi winning at Mania, what's your favorite moment as a group? First two of questions. all. questions. Favorite two live crew song. We can those start. Those questions. I thought those those questions are, those would be different ends of the I guess they figured they had their 15 seconds. They were going to take it. Yeah. Uh, two live crew. Well, we did flip the two live crew. We, we want, want some new day. Yeah, but that's what we made it. Right. Yeah. I would say that's I my like favorite. What's, what's the name of that song? I don't know. I didn't really. Two live crew, I, I'll admit they're very uh, instrumental and they're pioneers in hip hop. I never really sit down and listen to a lot of no, two live crew. I yeah. couldn't. You know, right. No disrespect. Uncle Luke, shout out yeah, to Uncle yeah, Luke. Yeah. I do like Uncle Luke. I like oh, Uncle Luke. He's he's yeah. freaking it's because awesome. Because you could not listen to a lot of two live crew in a public place. It's dirty. It's real What's dirty. Uh, dirty. What was this? Uh, the Captain uh, D, come on, Captain D, come on, Captain D, come on, trick, come on. Because you have to move your body like that. Yeah. Big body in the house, girl, it better. Watch your mouth. Yeah, you know, this, this does remind me of the fact that we need to get right. in the studio yes. quick playing Bro, and make a booty song. A booty we've been song. talking about making a booty song for that's quite some time, need. and we we all BSing. Let's get listen, to it. Listen, man. I got it now. Okay, so sorry, we're going to derail off the off the questions real quick. I know, yeah, together. Oh, together. Hands yeah. in. Together. Yeah. So I started uh, playing Grand Theft Auto, but on a role play server. Okay. So essentially, people play Grand Theft Auto, but it's hard to get started if you don't have like a bunch of people playing with you because you'll land in a town and then there's like a gang that just come and kill you. It's, it's it's hard to play solo. So I found out that people have their own servers where they role play. So you can role play as like a police officer, just a random civilian. You can drive an ambulance. You could be a doctor, but you have to be in full role play. Like if you come out of role play, like you're out. They'll right? kick you out. Yes. Whoa, you get banned. Wow, for, like, wow. for, it's 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 freaking, it, it sounds crazy, right? But then when you do it, like, when you play, you're not doing anything, but you're doing everything. Mm -hmm. And this is how I've been spending my time recently. And so, day three of it, there's a guy, Mr. Chang, 
who is the owner of Wu Chang Records, oh. and they had a Mara Chang Idol. So I got, <laughs> yes, I logged in and I called a friend and he's like, hey, hey, you're missing a Mara Chang Idol. We got like, you got like three minutes to get down here. He came and picked me up. We got in there and it's all real people, but you can only hear them when you're close to them, right? So it's like as close to real life as possible. And uh, so they tell me, you know, you're the last contestant in round one. So I sang a song uh, and I advanced to round two. And then it's teams of three. We sang Bohemian Rhapsody. We advance. Last song, I sang Turn Around. And I won a $250,000 Wu Chang wow. Records contract. Five-song deal. Congrats. I dropped my first song the other day. And so you get you get paid based on the, the, the songs that you put out. But they are actually making music and then putting it on SoundCloud as these Whoa. characters. Wow. And so deep. based on like the hits that you get, like in real life, you get bonuses in the game from Wu Chang Records. So you got a bonus? I got well. I'm about to get a bonus once I put it. Up. I have to make my SoundCloud for my for my character and stuff. But I'm actually making music. So I sent the stems, the vocals, mm -hmm. and the track industry term. Yes, yep. to to Maddie, and he fixed it up for me, and I put it out and was playing it for them yesterday. And like, it's it's kind of hot. Hey. It's kind of yeah, kind of bumps. And it's a booty song. Uh, this one is not. Okay. Oh. This one is not. But I'm saying we we now have more means. I yeah. went and got. I went to uh, Sam Ash. And bought a bunch of stuff. Oh, so my so my vocals would sound better. Wow. <laughs> I'm fully in. Like if you've seen that episode of The Simpsons when Bart breaks his leg and he like goes crazy and is conspiracy theory guy, mm. that's kind of what I'm, I'm turning into. I'm fully in. Like okay. I don't know if I'm if I'm coming back. <laughs> I might. This might be my life. Now. You signed for you got another four and another four, years. four years and eight months. I thought you were so. talking about I got another. I was like, yeah, I have another four songs to make on my contract. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so now we have the means. We have a bunch of people to help us make a booty song. If y'all want to help us make a booty song, let us know on the internet using hashtag New Day Pod. All right. So aside from Kofi winning at Mania, what's your favorite moment as a group? Oh. Gosh. Every moment I, with these two guys <laughs> is my favorite moment because each time I see them, it's better than the last. Come on, man. Well played. Come on, man. Don't Very wow. well played. Wow. Um, how about when we hopped on the microphone okay. with the microphone Kang, The Rock? I mean, I don't know what people think. I don't know what the yeah. consensus was, but no, that was pretty cool. That it was, was pretty cool. Really and it wasn't cool. like a quick one. You know, we were out there for a few minutes and yeah. he made his little remarks. And we said, uh, we said remember penis we said on penis TV. a lot. You can say penis yeah. on you, TV. You can't yeah. say yeah. penis on TV. We said he penis said a lot. It, so we said it That's on the TV. Thing. Um, from, from my perspective, from our perspective, one thing that I know uh, that people listening to this aren't aware of with the, throughout our process of like coming up with promos and stuff. So that day, we, we knew that we were going up against like the godfather of the microphone. Um, he's absolutely incredible. What an entertainer. Probably the, the best entertainer that I've ever seen in all platforms. Um, so we knew that he was going to come in with all that Attitude Era vibery, saying whatever he wants, just going in the crowd, back to hard cam, just doing whatever, and everyone's going <laughs> to love it. So one of the things that we wanted to try to do is stay within our essentially PG lane, but still see if we could do that, but go toe-to-toe -to -toe with somebody who is breaking all of our rules. And we did our best to do that and I felt really good yeah. after it because it was like we didn't just get like washed out like I feel like people at that time may have thought we would have it was like oh New Day and The Rock had a promo cool like you can say that in the same breath and it's not weird yeah. right yeah we were hyped too I remember coming in that day when man. we knew we had that we were like okay Bro, let's we go. gonna get him we got in that lab <laughs> we, got, we said our process is y'all get out let's find a room with the three of us shut the door and yeah. let's go I remember the writer trying to like linger in there trying to like hey, excuse us you, you, you got you got to go while we put this yeah, stuff today's together today's not the day yeah. and, and man it, th like that's one of the things too like we've had so many moments that are uh, like moments that you don't set as goals you know what I mean and I'm just so fortunate you know what I'm saying to like have those moments right like who, at what at what time when you were a kid did you say you know what i can't wait to have a promo with the rock and go toe-to-toe -to -toe with them and we did that you know what i'm saying and and it was great to go back and forth and a shout out to the rock too for like being cool enough for yeah. allowing us to be us because he could have very easily come in and like stifled whatever it is that we wanted to that he wanted us to say or whatever um so uh, it's always cool when you see somebody who uh, you grew up watching uh, and then you meet them in real life and they're cool, you know, especially within the parameters of this business. Because traditionally, especially when he was around, it was always, you know, uh, dog eat dog, you know, eat them up and, and this and that. And he was gracious enough to come in and allow us to be us and go toe to toe with him. And I felt like that, like, legitimized us. You know what I'm saying? That definitely, like, legitimized us as, like, Oh, these guys got something, you know. These guys got something. They can go toe to toe with the Rock, and it's not weird, just like you were saying. So, cool, man. It's it was great. Are you done eating? It was great. 
pantomiming. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to pantomime to help reinforce yeah. what he's saying. I really want you to learn sign language so you can be the person on the side of the stage at speeches <laughs> doing the deal. Uh, I feel like you'd kill it. Look at that. Just for the record, Mr. Rock, all the uh, foot betwixt the cheeks talk, that's them. <laughs> oh, he's scared. The he juice friend. scared. Yeah, yeah. New day. Mr. I can't help it. Yo, if you're with us, there's four of us. <laughs> there's, oh, there's four now. I'm saying, if you're staying with us, there's four of us. You are scared? You, uh, no, I'm, I'm never scared. Now, sure? if it comes down to scared. it, the Jews will take a beating if he got to. Now, I'll, I'll fight for the boys. You never scared. I'll fight yeah. for the squad. Yeah. Oh, I'm down for the squad. That was a damn, though. That was a damn, though. <laughs> now, moving to... Crusher with Chris Hero. Moving to J. Mac what? Bailey, 14. Yeah, what is your plan after you guys finish your wrestling careers? Mm, what a Ooh. question. I think about this often, actually. Uh-huh. What is our plan? I know your plan. Wait, wait, what? You're going <laughs> to buy a bunch of uh, apartment complexes? That's right. You're going to be a oh, slumlord? I talked about walk around and collect rent in a robe that's all nasty I, and tattered? I talked about that. That was a joke. That was just, I was just <laughs> joking. I was just joshing. No. I was just joshing. What's a uh, brother's name say. on uh, Friday? Sounds like John Witherspoon. In the car? Big perm? Big perm, yeah. You're going to be big perm once you're done wrestling. You're going to have rollers in your hair, but still the mohawk? Is the mohawk of rollers? Stop it. No. No. Um, I, I think about this often because I remember for a while we would look at guys who were clearly well past their prime, who were in their 50s and 60s, and be like, man, y'all got to know when to hang it up. But I get it now. As I get older and I see the end is nigh. I'm almost 34. Mm. I started when I was 23. Mm. I ain't got much left. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to you. That's right. Because <laughs> you and I are in the same boat. That's That's right. We're in the same boat. Yeah. You got more mileage on you. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Um, and I take more bumps than you. That's oh, I, and I get beat up more than you because you're a bigger guy, so you can't get beat up. Look, I do my best <laughs> now. Well, oh, but anyways, who else uh, should not be named? Said I can't get beat up today. Have you have you heard uh, Daniel Bryan's plan? Daniel Bryan's plan is that uh, he and I uh, work VFW halls uh, late into our sixties and seventies, and uh, that we essentially uh, also wear singlets so I can get real fat. Mm-hmm. There you go. And yeah. he can just do his yes stuff, and I'll do you know the limbo spot that I do on the live events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I'll just do that. Obviously, I, my back won't be able to arch like yeah. that. But just a real horrible old man match, <laughs> doing these gimmicks that like still shaking my hips, but real poorly. Like you know, you're way too old to be doing that. That's so. That's We're our plan. Is to never stop wrestling. Our hips. We're already too old. To be um, doing that's another option. But voice work, honestly, that's what I'd like to do for yeah. a while mm-hmm. is uh, to do some more voice work. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure to check out my show, Laser Wolf. Yeah. Uh, it's a great show, actually. Kofi and Woods appear in season two yeah. of Laser Wolf. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. Voice work is just a lot of fun for me. It is fun. And, uh, you you know, you can get old and ugly and fat and show up in your pajamas and your voice. As long as it's still good, <laughs> you can go. So that's, that's my plan. Um, but it does, if I'm if I'm being honest, man, it's, uh, I was thinking about that recently. It's kind of, I don't know if unsettling is the right word, but when you think, I don't know if I'm going to re-sign after this five-year deal is up. And you think, mm-hmm. okay, I'll be 38. And I remember when I first started wrestling, I said, I'll I'll be done wrestling at 35. I'll be 35 in 14 months. It's not that far off. And even even 38 isn't that far off. And you you just get so used to this grind and to seeing y'all every week and to doing this that this becomes your life. And you get so accustomed to it that not being up on a Friday morning to catch a flight is I think it's gonna be weird. I think it's gonna be I don't know unsettling. Bro, it's and great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure it is. But when it's over and you know it's done, done. I don't know. I don't know. I think it might be difficult to, to walk. Bro, away. it's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it might be different too for you uh, as well because you don't have kids. Like oh, for so me, I got nothing to live for. No, I'm just. No, I'm not saying you oh, have nothing okay. to live no, for. No, but no, I get it. If you, I get it. Then go ahead in my life. He, he can go on a hunt around the world and find and them because I'll be in their kids. I told you, I don't have any kids. Scavenger hunt. Scavenger hunt. You find your kids. You go from continent to continent, you know, and you're still going on tour, so you get that fix, yeah, you know. You oh, I'm on the plane, I get to travel, you know, but you're looking for your kids instead of taking bumps, yeah. you know. Where's Big Easy? It's appealing. You can make it a, it's it's can make it a TV show. It's like a reality it's a show. show. I don't have Where's my kids? Where's my kids? Stop it. Is he mine? Find out next time. Ah, the father. It's I'm I'm going directly into video games. Because I'm so my whole thing, and we talked about this on the other episode, not knowing if I'm ever coming back to wrestling, if I'm just fading away in the distance. Um, so I have been, you know, streaming a bunch on Twitch and doing YouTube stuff and traveling around doing Dungeons and Dragons stuff, doing a bunch of stuff for IGN, for CW. So, like, I in this process right now of, of being hurt, uh, I'm now confident that the things that I'm, I've been doing 
have been great groundwork for me to not have to go through such a jarring halt of everything in my wrestling existence. Because um, like like you were saying, like it, it's hard to walk away, especially like so being able to have moments like we had at WrestleMania. Like that's a that's a drug, mm-hmm. you know. F- stuff like that sends endorphins and serotonin like all through your body, you know. And that you and you can't get that kind of high anywhere else. And so that's what guys and girls that stay around like are chasing. And then I feel like if you're if you're not set up to do something afterwards, then that obviously is going to plague your mind because you don't know where your next check is coming from. You don't know what your next activity is going to be. Uh, you don't know. Uh, you don't know what your next wander is going to be. Hey. There we go. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going straight into video games. Right now, I'm, I'm working on a mobile game that will hopefully be out at some point in the future. Um, so I'll be making money off that, hopefully, and then making another one after that. So I want to go into developing. I want to go into hosting. I'm trying to host TV shows. I'm trying to get mm-hmm. a spot hosting a Nickelodeon TV show. If you want to help me out, I'm trying to host Nick Arcade. <laughs> They already brought back some shows. They're bringing back uh, Legend of the Hidden Temple. Please look at me. And we're going to use this video clip specifically. (laughs) Zoom in on my face. I want nothing more in this life but to become King of the Ring Mm -hmm. and to become the host of the new version of Nick Arcade. Mm -hmm. If you, if you people, my people, our people can help me do that, I will be eternally grateful and I will give you every bit of energy that I can to make that the greatest show possible. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. For me, uh, so I, I like to have a kind of an open slate. You know what I'm saying? Like, my goal has always been to save as much money as possible so that when this is all said and done, I can go off and do whatever I want. Uh, voice work is definitely um, an interest of mine, for sure. Uh, acting. Most definitely, ninety uh, percent. I think. I think I want to do that. But I, I would want to play like, um, you know, like a, a a bad guy in like an action movie, like a, like a, a terrible person, human being, like a really bad guy. Because I don't get the chance to do that, like here. You know what I'm saying? So to kind of like be able to just do that would be would be great. Um, and then just kind of like travel the world with my family. Honestly, uh, uh, like I was saying before, like the older I get and the older my children get, the more you realize like you're missing a lot of stuff, you know? Um, so I don't want to miss that stuff anymore. So just being home, being present, being able to travel the world with my family, um, it would be amazing. Cause as much as we get to travel the world and I know you actually, uh, Woods make it a point to go out and see like a lot of the different sites. Um, and I think early in my career, I definitely did that too. But now it's like, uh, we're going to France. Should we go to the Eiffel tower? I'd much rather do that with my family as opposed to just like go and, and just oh, be there the for boys. the sake of doing it. You don't it. want to do it with the boys. Okay. Not, no, I get it. I get it. No, 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 because they're not get family. Okay, no, Woods and I are family. You know, five years, I thought it meant something. I thought it meant something. I'll take this. You don't know that. I'll take back these Christmas gifts. Let me keep these gifts back. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, good. Right, right, right. That's not mine. That's for size. That's for size. Oh, sorry, sorry. You can take the jersey, though. No, no, no. The jersey's yours. Okay. But that's what I want to do. Okay. So that's all the time that we got because we got to get to work, ladies and gentlemen. Rashad, thank you so much. Mm. No, thank you guys. It's it's definitely been a pleasure. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I was I was kind of nervous right before I got here, you know, because I didn't know, you know, what to expect. Yeah. I guess. And then you got this fool staring at me the way yeah. he does with his with his chest. Oh, oh, sorry. I, we do have one more mailbag question. This comes from uh, uh, Austin Creed. Uh, Rashad, do you have at least one more embarrassing story about E that you could tell? Oh my! Wow, great question. Uh, well, great question. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, mm. since you asked, uh, you know, uh, we we used to uh, we worked together when we were in college. We had this. Uh, <laughs> see, he already knows what's coming. Um, we we there was a program we used to work. It was you know we called it youth leadership, and um, we used to go to Cedar Rapids, which was thirty minutes away, and um, <clears throat> we would help. You know, but the kids would play with them and, and keep them busy, basically, uh, while their parents could not. And, um, you know, we'd feed them or whatnot. And, and so, you know, this is back when E liked to wear uh, tighter gear. 
Um, and he had this G-Unit hoodie that he liked to wear. <laughs> uh, not even a hoodie, excuse me. It was a tank top that was more like a spaghetti strap. Those um, joints were hot back in the day, by the way. <laughs> they were, those, 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 those were hot. I mean, they were definitely straps. hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The thick straps no, 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 no. There was no thickness of the strap. It was just a really thin. skinny strap. It was well, I was too yoked, so, you know, so <laughs> it looked thin on me. Man, <laughs> well, I could never know, wear those. My that, chest. I mean, it, it literally looked like. Man, my chest just won't allow me. I, I tried so, to buy right. a couple You got to have a thick chest. So this was, you know, this is our second year in school. And one thing he liked to do was he would make us stop. And we would stop at Walmart every morning before we go. And E would proceed to walk into Walmart, walk right to the rotisserie section. And he would purchase a rotisserie chicken. Full bird. A full full bird. bird. Full yard bird. Okay. Yeah, full full yard bird. And he would go and proceed to have this thing. And he would, you know, take care of it and and, and hold on to it until lunch. And then he would proceed to commit a 187 on this bird. At lunch, the, the the crazy thing about it was some of these children didn't have food necessarily, so they had to eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> so you would have this group of kids who were sitting there with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, <laughs> watching this absolute no. African warrior demolish this yard bird. <laughs> He's just stuffing pieces into his face. <laughs> so, yeah, he's trying to look dumbfounded. You can look the way you want. And I remember hey, looking at him at one point. I said, hey, E, what, what's up? Why Why you? I was like, come on, man. You know, these, some of these kids don't have, you know, they, they can't. They just, why don't you break bread with some of the kids? Because they're seriously, I mean, it looks like Tiny Tim watching, you know, Scrooge <laughs> eat this full course meal. And he's like. It's not my problem. They don't have anything to eat. Oh, <laughs> e. no, no, no. You, wow. you tell them, that's, a, that's a tale. You tell them tale. Oh, that's now. a tale? Did it's they tale? not have sandwiches? What did you say? They had sandwiches. <laughs> Haven't I done enough? Haven't I done enough? I'm here mentoring these kids, playing with them, teaching them, doing all the things I'm supposed to do, doing all the things that are required of me. Can I not have 10 minutes to myself <laughs> to eat this bird? Huh? Now, mind you, it, a whole bird, though. Thing. The whole thing. Growing boy. He was a growing boy. His protein needs were unbelievable. He was a growing boy. <laughs> I, I've Meek never seen. I mean, of course, he got to replenish because he's losing so much at all his friends at computers. <laughs> that's, oh, that's no. not how that works. Oh, we gotta yeah, go, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Oh, Thank yeah. you so much for joining around. us. Yes. Make sure you catch us on the social medias. <laughs> you can catch me at Xavier Woods PhD on Twitter and Instagram, and check me out on YouTube. Up, up, down, down. Mm, you can catch me on the Twitter at True Kofi and on Instagram at The True Kofi. And I'm at WWE Biggie on Twitter and on Instagram, but I don't care about that. What I care about is Cameo. Book your boy on Cameo. Get a shout out for your quinceanera, for your birthday, <laughs> for your baptism. <laughs> <laughs> And be sure to join the conversation on social using hashtag NewDayPod so you can see all the nonsense that goes on into making this show. Mm, choose your preferred streaming service, hit subscribe, and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts to help get the word out. And if you like the show, please, 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 please share the podcast with your friends. And if your friends don't know how or where to listen to the podcast, you can show them. Show your friends. Honestly, it's as easy as Googling the New Day. Feel the power and you'll see lots of different ways to listen. All of them <laughs> for the free. Ooh. Free! Like that. <laughs> Android users, follow the show on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Plural! So you never, ever, ever, ever in your life miss an episode. This has been an original WWE podcast.